I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. The Italian of a movie called The Italian isn't Italian. That's only the nickname he's been given in a miserable wreck of a Russian orphanage. His real name is Vanya. He's six years old. And if other people play his cards right, he'll be whisked off to Mediterranean warmth by Italian adoptive parents. The story flirts frequently with sentimentality and falls for it at a couple of crucial junctures. Still, the overall style is more astringent than moist, and the hero is a little toughy of endearing tenderness. The film is certainly topical. International adoption is big business, often a tawdry business, and there's tawdriness to spare in the Italian. The director of the orphanage is a hapless boozer trading in the currency of his realm, reasonably healthy children. But the real subject, and the only card that Vanya has to play, is the orphan's timeless fantasy of being reunited with his real mother. That's what drives him to pull away from the likelihood of a better life in Italy and to run off on a desperate quest. According to the production notes, the script was based on the true story of a Russian orphan who taught himself to read so he'd be better able to find his mother. The fictional Vanya learns to read, though all too quickly and precociously. True stories don't necessarily make for believable drama, especially when the drama leads to the sort of ending that this one does. The plotting with its climactic chase is reality's enemy. But the Italian creates its own reality with a Dickensian tapestry of grungy details and a strong sense of place, even though the place is an unnamed provincial city that's blighted by rust, rot, and dirty snow. The orphanage is nominally run by its drunken director, but day-to-day power over children's lives lies with a shadow government of older boys, most of them played by real-life orphanage wards. They send the younger boys out to Cadge and steal and the older girls to work the streets. You inevitably think of Oliver Twist and Dickens, but little Vanya on his journey of self-definition made me think of a death in the family in James Agee. Writing as the boy he was in Tennessee in 1915, a six-year-old still at home with both parents, he lamented that even those who love him will not ever tell me who I am. The Dead Girl was written and directed by Karen Moncrief, who made her feature debut three years ago with Blue Car. That was a distinctive and promising film in which a high school teacher reads a student's poem about her turbulent life and then advises her to go deeper. In this film, Moncrief has followed that advice by going deeper into darker areas of the soul, but she does it at such a glacial pace and with such tonal monotony. Most of the first 20 minutes are either grim, in the dark, or both, that audiences will follow at their peril. The girl of the title is both a corpse discovered in a field and the dramatic nexus of several stories. The film suffers not only from its own bleakness, which deepens as the stories wear on, but from the dramatic diffusion of most of the currently fashionable scripts in which everything and everyone is somehow connected. Still, the cast is an impressive one and includes Tony Collette, Rose Byrne, Mary Beth Hurt, Piper Laurie, Marcia Gay Harden, Kerry Washington, and Brittany Murphy. Michael Grady's cinematography is stylish, accomplished, and thanks to its dark, glum colors, mostly off-putting, like the film as a whole. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. I'll be back on KCRW soon with more reviews.